Here are your reverse mortgage news stories for the week of December 2nd. There's no retirement like home ad campaign wins prestigious award. HUD steps in, but risks remain. And there are two sides to every story. You are listening to episode 594 of Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly broadcast for the reverse mortgage professional. One cannot underestimate the importance of humor when it comes to advertising. Canada's Home Equity Bank announced last week its There's No Retirement Like Home campaign won a gold award for brand building in the financial services category at this year's Canadian Marketing Association Awards. You could say it's somewhat similar to the Clio or Addy Awards here in the U.S. I would encourage each of our listeners to go to YouTube and search for Chip Reverse Mortgage Commercial, feeling pressured to sell your home and you will be impressed. Now, the ad did avoid any ageist or stereotypical senior tropes, said the press release. This is not the Canadian Reverse Mortgage Lender's first award for its There's No Retirement Like Home campaign. It's been previously recognized by the Shopper Innovation and Activation Awards with three bronze awards and innovation, reinvention, and targeting categories. To many older Americans, a reverse mortgage seems like an attractive financial product to help them afford increased living and health costs while staying in their family home. So begins a commentary written in Law.com last week. It adds, however, seniors who take out these loans can still lose their homes to foreclosure during their lifetime. And widowed spouses of a reverse mortgage borrower find themselves at even a higher risk of foreclosure. While the Department of Housing and Urban Development has announced encouraging changes says the column, to protect widowed seniors, risks do remain for this vulnerable population. Now, the protection being referenced is, one, the original code for the home equity conversion mortgage is found in Section 417 of the Community Development Act of 1987. It actually codified the creation of the reverse mortgage. It states the obligation to repay the loan is deferred until the death of the borrower and their spouse. But then in 1996, HUD changed that language to defer the loan until the death of the borrower. A big difference. Well, the result was years later, we had ensuing lawsuits, and that led HUD to develop the Mortgagee Optional Election, or MO, in 2015 for qualifying non-borrowing spouses of loans that were originated before 2014. But the challenge was the timeline that the grieving spouse had to meet the obligation to show, quote, good and marketable title to the home. Well, the good news is in 2019, HUD gave surviving non-borrowing spouses up to 180 days for the lender to arrange for assignment of the loan. And that's a big improvement, says Law.com. They applaud HUD for enacting that particular policy. There is one remaining concern that the columnists do address, and it's when a surviving non-borrowing spouse could find themselves facing paying back overdue property taxes in an installment plan for those taxes that were paid by the servicer or repayment. In such circumstances, that surviving non-borrowing spouse cannot apply for an income-based repayment plan, or if they're over 80 years old and in poor health, can claim an at-risk status by providing required medical documentation. Now, I would add, all things considered, HUD has made tremendous strides in improving their protections for all spouses of reverse mortgage borrowers. There are two sides to every story. A November 27th column on Pittsburgh's Action News 4 website recounts the story of the pitfalls that could be found when unwinding a reverse mortgage after the death of a borrower. 
Ruth Griffin took out a reverse mortgage loan in 2006, but she passed away 10 years later. The complications arose after her death when the servicer notified the family of the need to sell the home. The reporter states they were given only 30 days to sell the property or face foreclosure. That's a shortened timeline that I have never heard, and it is not consistent with HUD guidelines for the home equity conversion mortgage. It adds family members claim they received an extension but found the home's doors locked when they approached the property. The extension was not filed or the servicer did not receive the notice in time. After local police helped them gain entry, they found that the furnace had been disconnected and the pipes had frozen, including a sewage line which burst. The family did file suit against the servicer, saying they did not send them timely notices, engaged in alleged fraudulent behavior, and damaged the property. While the situation is truly regrettable, there are a few things to keep in mind not mentioned by Action News 4. In many instances, although perhaps not this one, heirs fail to respond to repeated requests from the loan servicer to settle the outstanding loan balance or to sell the home. Then there are the cases where some properties sit idle for years following the death of the last reverse mortgage borrower, even when family members have been in communication with the servicer trying to finalize the settlement of the loan. And that leads us to the decay of the property and eventual blight. We'll be covering that story in the coming weeks in our next video segment of the Industry Leader Update. And that's a wrap for another episode of Heckam World Weekly. Don't forget, you can listen and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. If you're not there already, be sure to go to heckamworld.com. There you can find our latest breaking video commentary and analysis. Thanks again for joining us and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.